Hello, it is your host, Kim. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Self Love Bitch podcast. If you are new here, welcome. Take a second to follow my podcast and also take a look and take a listen at my previous episodes. And welcome. So, hello everybody. As I said before, I'm trying to get a consistent schedule to post every Wednesday and Sunday. Typically some Fridays. I really want to get, you know, in the groove of things. So this will be the Kickstarter of starting on a specific schedule. Um, but today's episode is really just something that just popped into my head that I really have been wanting to start a dialogue about. But I also wanted to put this out here in the universe for people to listen and hear what I have to say about this. Because I am feeling some types of ways okay so this is gonna be a very raw uncut episode today it's very you know go with the flow it's very random but it's definitely something that I feel a lot of people can relate to so as you can tell by the title today's episode is going to be about is genuine energy becoming a rare thing I know you all feel me when I say this is it becoming a rare thing And this question, you know, came up to me because I realized I've always been a person that has been very open, very genuine with my interaction with people. I don't interact with people with ulterior motives. I don't interact with people in hopes of gaining a specific thing. I just, I don't operate like that. I can't operate with you and pretend that I'm interested. I can't operate with you and pretend to be in a specific energy that I'm not. I can't do that because it's just too much work, personally. Um, And so, as I've been, you know, navigating adult friendships and even dating, a lot of questions regarding this and a lot of instances have kind of really raised the question of, is genuine energy really a rare thing? And I say this because I feel like with this whole pandemic we've had, pre-pandemic, I feel like there were more people who were more level-headed, more more able to tune into their own energy, more, you know, not able to be so fixated and so impressionable. But I feel like once we got into the pandemic, I feel like we're having to stay in the house. I feel like we're having to wear all these masks. There was so much attention put towards their devices, right? Hear me out, because this is my theory. I feel like the fixation on the devices really has everyone on this one-way mode of thinking. Like, we're on a one-way street right now. And there are a few of us who are like, this isn't really a one-way. Like, you can turn around. You can go whichever way you want to go. But everyone is going this one specific way. And I feel like this one specific way is to literally use each other for you know his or her you guys energy like it's like everything is so transactional now I'm learning with a lot of people so boom with my experiences right I feel like with friendships I'll start there then I get into dating with friendships I feel like a lot of friendships especially adult friendships these days you have to be very careful with who you call your friend I learned this the hard way. I learned, I would call everyone my friend who I just had a good vibe with and we were able to have conversations. 
and we were able to just laugh and have a good time. And as I went through real life situations in real life, you know, issues, I noticed there were never people that I felt that I could even speak to about it. And it kind of made me realize, you know, the ways that I would so-called call these people my friends, but in my head, they were like place fillers. And I feel like we're all guilty of this. We're guilty of having people we only contact when we want to go out or having people we only hit up when we want to do certain things. And we have a very small amount of people that we we talk to on a legit everyday basis because we genuinely, you know, enjoy their conversation and we genuinely, you know want to connect with them on a day-to-day basis but I noticed for me you know growing up I thought friends were something that you needed to have you needed to have an abundance of them in order to feel like you were doing it right you know you were succeeding in life and now I'm realizing having just Instead of friends, I don't even look for friends. I look for my tribe. And, you know, to me, a tribe means we are connected beyond, you know, this whole societal makeup of friendship. You know, this is a lifetime bond. Like, I got you, you got me. This is something, like, we have vowed to really honor and respect each other. I look at my friendships like they are a kind of relationship. You know what I mean? But I'm looking for my tribe. I'm not looking for friends. Friends come and go. Friends, like that title is so frivolous these days. This title is thrown around so much without any type of, um, any type of standard, any type of, what classifies a friend, right? Let's start there. What classifies a friend? It's all subjective. To me, what makes someone a friend is, one, having that match of energy with that, you know, that value, that respect, that honesty. But it also goes deeper with making sure that they also have the same values as you. you. I don't feel like you can be friends with someone who doesn't value the same things as you. You know, and um, that's probably going to be an unpopular opinion. Because people would be like, okay, well, you can have friends who have differences. Yeah, I'm not talking about differences in opinions. I'm talking about differences in values. Differences in what you honor and what you cherish and what you hold other people to, you know, as far as the standards in your life and the standards of which you like to be treated. You know, I can have a standard where honesty is huge for me. I feel like we should be honest. We should have that open communication. And for, you know, if I have a friend who, you know, doesn't like to express their feelings and they have a value of, you know, they'd rather keep their things to themselves, that's not really going to be a healthy dynamic. And I feel like the older I get, the more I'm realizing, and this goes into dating too, there are some things that are not compromisable. There are some things that cannot be compromised. And those things to me are your values, your morals, you know, respect, honesty, integrity, communication. And it really depends on, you know, the kind of communication that I need and the kind of communication that kind of communication that the other person needs, whether that's my friend or whether that's someone that I'm trying to be with or trying to get to know in a more intimate way. Now, when I get into the dating scene, right? I feel like this goes with dating and friendships. We have to be careful because I feel like a lot of people these days 
have very self-serving intentions. When I say that, this goes beyond the whole place for a thing. I feel like sometimes we don't we don't realize the way that we can make our friends placeholders. We don't really understand sometimes that we do it. I think it's because a lot of us don't really value our friends as much as we should. Um, your friends are not your placeholders. I'm here to tell you that today. Your friends are not your placeholders. They're not some people you just call up when you're, when you're, you know, when, you know, you ignore them the past two or three months because you have a new partner. You know, you have to learn to value all of your connections. And if you can't do that, then there's something that you have to sit with and kind of understand why you feel like you can't balance those things because it is a real thing. You know, I can't imagine how many times I, you know, kind of had my friends and, you know, got involved in a relationship or something and then just kind of just unknowingly just kind of ducked off and, you know, and it's it's easy to get consumed and, you know, feel like, okay, this person is everything I need. You know, I don't really need my friends, but you have to understand your friends more than likely will be there beyond your partner most times. Any relationship that makes you feel like your friends are not necessary anymore, I don't think that's really a healthy dynamic. You know, and that's assuming your friends are, you know, healthy for you and they're not, you know, causing stress or causing drama or, you know, anything like that. But that's just something to think about. So let me get into the dating aspect, right? So I talked about the ulterior motives. I feel like now more days, genuine energy is not the easiest thing to come by. And I know how we talk about the power of the tongue. We talk about how, you know, things you say have been coming to fruition. When I say genuine energy is not easy to come by, that's not me saying that it's not accessible. That's just me saying that with how the world is now, with the facts that are seen, there are not very many people who are actually tapped into themselves and in this frequency of truth and honesty and integrity at all times you know what I mean I feel like meeting someone who actually means what they say and actually stands by what they do and you know easily comes forth with the truth and easily comes forth with their intentions with you without you even have to ask that's very rare that's a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people can talk their talk, talk their crap. You know, a lot of people can say the craziest things, do the craziest things online, do the craziest thing anywhere. But when it comes to being open and being vulnerable and having that open dialogue, mm, yeah, a lot of people go silent. A lot of, I hear a lot of crickets. <laughs> so, when it comes to dating, you know, I feel like more than ever, there's a lot of dishonesty there's no like no clear intention a lot of times and I feel like within this podcast I do want to talk about how to identify genuine energy just to save a lot of people the headache and things that I've learned throughout everything so for instance I feel like one of the ways to identify genuine energy is number one honesty now I feel like there are two types of honesty there's the honesty that is unprovoked which is where someone just willingly comes to you with information. That is what I prefer. I do not want to have to ask around for information. I don't want to have to ask you to, to inform me. I would rather you just have that integrity 
and that respect for me to come to me and tell me, you know, what it is and what it's not. Then, on the other hand, you have the one that, you know, you have to ask them. You know, I mean, you have the ones you have to ask and you have the ones that you don't have to ask. The ones that you have to ask, it's a headache for me. Um, but either way, you know, still respect the honesty. Some people are very much don't ask, don't tell type of people. So I try to inform people if my girlfriends ever come to me like needing advice, I always tell people, ask as many questions as you need to. But sometimes you don't even need to ask a question. You just have to watch. You just have to observe. You have to watch the inconsistencies. You have to watch the energy shifts. You have to watch everything. And once you gather your information, then kind of ask. Because the thing is, I feel like the issue is sometimes we ask questions or we ask information too early. And it kind of gives people an eye for what we're looking at. And they'll pretend to be completely different people because they know that we're on to them. So I say, like the elders say, let them do what they want to do so you can see what they'd rather do. It has been a game changer. I always say that. That goes for friends. That goes for dating. See what they'll choose to do. Don't don't tell them what they should do. Don't tell them what you would do. See what they choose to do. That will tell you everything you need to know about a person and about the health of the dynamic. Number two. Eyes and energy. I don't know about y'all, but I am a very avid eye and energy reader, body language reader. I am going to read every move, every time your eyes shift or look the other way or divert. I'm I'm looking for all these clues. And, you know, especially when it's time to ask a question or time to be honest, I'm going to be looking for these things. I feel like people need to be more tapped into that. You can definitely feel when the energy shifts. If you ask a certain question and they're just, you know... Looking, not look, not giving you eye contact, that's a huge indicator. It's not always the case because sometimes people are just nervous. Sometimes people just are not good with eye contact. But most times, like seven times out of ten, if you guys are having a regular conversation, they have no issue with eye contact. But when you ask them a certain question, all of a sudden their eyes are diverting or all of a sudden they can't keep looking at you or all of a sudden, you know, there's an inconsistency or there's a shift in the energy. That tells you what you need to know. And also be mindful that words, unfortunately, do not mean much of anything. So that goes to my third point. Make sure the energy, the words, and the actions are all on one accord. All on one accord. Like mind, body, and spirit. If someone is saying something, make sure that energy is matching. And make sure the action is matching. Three components. I don't mean just the words and the actions. Because people could say things and do things, but their energy could be so wrong about it. You know what I mean? And their energy could be impure about it. You know what I mean? All three of those things need to go together. They could have the energy and they could have the words, but the actions never coming forth. So that can keep you in a loop of just thinking like, okay, well, you know, I feel that they're sincere and I hear what they're saying, but they're not doing it. So if I feel that they're sincere, maybe they're just like not having enough time to do this or maybe they're just not, you know, paying attention or maybe I'm just not a priority. If that's not matching, take that as a no. 
and along with energy, we all know energy is a huge component when getting to know people when getting to read energy. Consistency is key. Now, when I speak on consistency, I don't mean just simply someone who does, you know, the same thing each time and, you know, you're kind of expecting of it. I mean, consistency in showing up, consistency in their communication with you, consistency in being honest, consistency in approaching situations, consistency in not doing certain things, consistency in doing certain things. Consistency is key. I feel like inconsistency is a clear indicator most times that, especially when it's like very on and off where you can't figure out the energy, you can't figure out the dynamic. I feel like that's usually a clear indicator that it's a no and that it's not very much so genuine. Um, I know people could play devil's advocate with this entire thing. It could be like, well, people go through things. Sometimes they're not going to be consistent. I get that. But the thing is, Let's think about a job, right? When people have jobs and they know they need it to, you know, as their source of living for their money, right? There's a consistency that they have to apply. They have to show up. They have to do the work. And they have to punch in to get paid, right? I don't know about y'all. But I feel like I'm much more valuable than the job. So as your friend or as someone you're getting to know or someone I'm with or dating, I I deserve that type of consistency. I deserve you to put in the effort. I deserve for you to give me some type of consistency, some kind of explanation, some kind of something. I shouldn't have to prowl for information. I shouldn't have to um, try to guess your energy or guess what's going on or guess anything. I shouldn't have to do none of that. I shouldn't have to ignore certain things that are just looking weird or looking very suspect I shouldn't have to do that you know what I mean and I take that as a no I take that as a huge no because at the end of the day I feel like something that's divinely guided something that's divinely aligned you're gonna know because of how easily things flow and you know this takes me back to African spirituality how you know um, a woman, I do know the, or- the Oracle, who I love so much. Her, on YouTube, her name is um, Guys and Goals. I definitely um, would encourage you guys to go check her out. I believe it's Connecting with Guys and Goals. But her Instagram is at Ajinola, the Oracle. She has a video up that it was so profound to me. It was talking about how women who are um, daughters of Oshun or Yamayawa, daughters of the waters, um... There are ways, there are signs that you know if, if a union is blessed. And that goes with friendships or relationships. And, talk, and she talked about how women of the waters, whenever we tend to get with someone or we, someone comes into our life, we tend to bring a lot of overflow, a lot of abundance, a lot of, um, you know, clearing of resistance into, into their lives. And I've seen that happen firsthand with me, which is why I'm so picky with who I call my friends and who I date especially. Um which is why I have been celibate for about a year. It has not been easy, okay? But I'm, I've seen this, you know, this thing that I'm about to explain happen in my life to where I was like, no, I cannot just be out here 
you know, just doing, throwing it out, you know what I'm saying? So, she talked about how God is of the waters, we can tend to, you know, whoever we love, whoever we care for, whoever we, you know, have that connection with that we love, because we are daughters of the waters, we tend to give, you know, blessings into our lovers' lives and our friends' lives. But I'm going to talk about lovers for a second, into our lovers' lives. And she said something so profound. She said, when something is not divinely aligned, I'm paraphrasing, there will be a resistance of flow. Whether it be with finances, whether it be with like things never going according to plan, or even though this is where this is huge, where you know the whole relationship you were trying to get pregnant with that person, it never happened. The moment you try with the next person, boom, you're pregnant. That's a perfect example of something like that. If you realize, like, a perfect example is realizing if you've had a specific thing you were trying to accomplish or a simple thing that just always had resistance within a dynamic or within the relationship and then once you got out of it if that thing just started to flow easier to you if you know that just goes to show that that relationship specifically caused the drought there was there was no more water to pour there was there wasn't a flow there was a lot of resistance there daughters of the waters that's a very specific sign I take that very seriously so my whole thing is if there is no flow, I'm super big on flow. If there is no flow, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. And even gets to the point where Daughters of the Water, she's talked about how when you're in those kind of relationships where, you know, you're literally being drained of your ashe, you literally begin to lose your beauty. Like you're always beautiful, of course, but you, you tend to like you tend to look, you know, more fatigued or, or older or just like, you know, you, you kind of fall off a little bit and you kind of lose track, you kind of lose, lose focus, you get distracted. That kind of lets you know if something is divinely aligned or not. Um, a big indicator for me is, you know, because someone could have genuine energy towards you, but they could just be not your person. You, you have to be very aware of that because I feel like as a spiritual woman, you know, especially a woman who's gifted, you do have to be very particular and very picky with who you give your time and energy to. And that's just a fact. You can't be out here nearly ruining it because you're tapping to a different energy, a different power, a different type of protection. There have been so many times where I would start dating someone and I would get dreams, <laughs> literal dreams telling me to not deal with them. I would get so many signs. I would get so many like a lot of information will always get revealed to me about the person, you know, right on time. And it's just, you got to take heed. Genuine energy is becoming a rare thing. It is. You know, my best advice is to stay in your genuine energy. Don't, don't go with the flow of things. People are going to start to realize that that stuff they're doing, that doesn't work. Being dishonest, not being upfront, not having good communication, having ulterior motives, you know, it, it doesn't work well for them. And right now it seems like it may, but it doesn't work well for them in the end. And they'll slowly turn around and be like, okay, let me try the genuine way now. Because I don't know about anybody else, but 
Yes, I have had many run-ins with people who are not genuine. But when I tell you that my blessings and the way my protection is set up and the way I've also come across the most beautiful, genuine souls with my genuine energy and how I've even, you know, persuaded others to, you know, drop the act, be themselves, be genuine, kill the facade just by being genuine. Being genuine is a superpower. A lot of people can't do this. A lot of people don't want to do this because it requires them to be open to a a magnitude that they do not want to be open. And my motto in life is, if you're going to live this life, live it like yourself. I'm not letting my trauma speak for me no more. I'm not letting my traumas make the moves for me anymore. That was huge for me this year. This year has been amazing y'all by the way for me and I hope um, this year if it's not if it has not been going well for you I want to speak of you right now that this year is going to change in your favor stay focused stay dedicated stay focused focused all right stay balanced keep stay grounded protect your energy don't be in the mix all the time duck off sometimes there's a lot of protection a lot of guidance a lot of growth and just ducking off And just tuning into yourself. You know what I mean? And to all my people out there who are genuine, you're feeling discouraged because you're coming across so many people who are just not on that wave and who are just really just on some transactional type of energy. Don't let it take the spirit. Don't let it change who you are. Stay genuine. Because as long as you stay in your energy, it's gonna it may attract You know, those who may not have the best intentions, but it's also going to attract those who are on the same frequency as you. But you have to stay in your energy. And I feel like another good idea to kind of create a protective field around yourself. And maybe I'll create a podcast just or a video just talking about how to create a protective aura around yourself through like adornments or talismans or whatever. But. That I feel like it'll be a great addition. So I'll make sure I go ahead and talk about that um, on Friday since we're going to be talking about energy. So stay tuned for that episode. And yeah, you guys, I know this was like a ramble episode, but I really want to talk about this because, yo, something's got to give. <laughs> something's got to give, you know. But I hope you guys are blessed. I hope you guys are abundant. I hope you guys are healing. Hope you guys are thriving. I'm so glad to be back. And hope you guys have a wonderful night. It's late for me right now, but I really want to get this off my chest. And yeah, definitely follow the podcast at the Self Love Witch Podcast on Instagram. And definitely holla at me. Send me a message, a DM. Let me know how you are enjoying the episodes. Let me know if you have any suggestions, any topics you want me to cover. And if you are open to being a monthly subscriber, please do so. I would definitely appreciate it. And I hope you guys have a blessed night. Peace.